Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. We are Chen and Jane, the hosts of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer podcast. Today we are joined by our lovely guest, Laura. But before we introduce her, we are going to jump right into our products and drinks of the week. Do you want to start us off, Jane? Okay, so my drink, we'll do drink of the week first. Um, first off, Laura, welcome. I'm so pumped that you're here and I am so ready to pick your brain. Nice. I'm so excited for this. But first off, my drink of the week, if you fast on Instagram, you would see that I spoke about them this week, Alt House Farms. Have you ever tried their drinks? Okay. Oh, no, but I so, saw your post. Flipping egg, man. That I tried their smoothies. That's so a lie. Good. Yes, they have smoothies too. That's what I was going to say. So I tried their vanilla chai and it was delicious. Jen and everyone here knows I love my chais, <laughs> but it was so good over ice in the morning. And I added a little bit about of brown sugar to it and it was like a starbucks it was so good and then zach has been having their smoothies that he had like a strawberry banana and then i think it's mango pineapple i'm not 100 on that one but they're flipping tasty and so they're going to sponsor and us they're cheaper. <laughs> yeah bolt, bolt house uh help us out here jane with like That's a never-ending supply of chai drinks yeah, and this, I'm probably going to be, you know, looked at as the devil for saying this, but Lexi got a hold of it and had a sip. And she was like, oh, mummy, it's ice cream. And I'm like, yeah, that's why it's mummy's drink. <laughs> I feel like I'm drinking ice cream. <laughs> it's so good. So that's me. What about you guys? Laura, do you want to go? Sure. Um, I don't know. My favorite drink, and it, it's coffee. It's decaf coffee. I used to drink coffee all the time, regular caffeinated coffee. And I just felt like I was drinking way too much and I had to slow down. So I switched over to decaf, which was, you know, it was pretty hard. And I ended up just cutting out everything for a year. And I just miss that hot drink every single morning. So I just get up and I make with a, with a French press decaf coffee with some almond milk in it. And then I just sit on my deck in usually like a giant fluffy blanket in the morning and just drink my coffee. It's wonderful. Right. That sounds amazing. Why decaf? Sorry. Why? I feel like a lot of people be like, why a decaf in the morning? Yeah. Well, so caffeinated drinks and me don't mix very well at all. Like I get jittery and I, you know, get all sweaty. Like it's gross. Okay. It's just not a nice picture. Just too much caffeine. So... Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, the ultimate question. What is better, Starbucks or Timmy's for coffee? Oh, Starbucks. Really? Uh, Timmy's is so different now. It used to be really good. And then I, and it was so funny because I ordered a couple decafs from there. Something to me twice. And they were caffeinated both times. Oh, heck. And I was a mess and I had things that I had to go do. And I was like running around and forgetting everything. I was just, it was the opposite of effective. 
So I stopped going there and I go to Starbucks now if I need a decaf drink. So it's do always you just decaf. Wouldn't... Yeah. It's it's always decaf, yeah. What's your go-to Starbucks when you is I don't know because I don't drink coffee. Do you just say I'd like a decaf coffee or do you like have a particular type? Well, you can get decaf espresso, so I can get any of the, you know, lattes or I like americanos. Those okay. are I don't know. That's one of the ones I know the name of. How do they make coffee decaf? Uh, so there's a couple different ways. One is like with chemicals, and I can't remember what it's called right now, uh, but it's a process of taking the caffeine out. Uh, and then there's another one, which is Swiss water press, which is a healthier way, and it doesn't affect the coffee, the taste, or anything in any way. It just takes the caffeine out of it. So it's a healthier way to drink decaf coffee. Wow. That's what I do. Huh. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Crazy. I know. I'm like the weird person that doesn't drink coffee. I get it from everybody. (laughs) No, Jane doesn't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I just drink tea. Oh, okay. So I'm a big tea fan. That's good. I found someone. Could you drink decaf tea? No. It's coffee. You're supposed to drink. It's coffee. Oh, just the taste. You're supposed to avoid um, hot. They, They say hot drinks. And then it's supposed it's supposed to be coffee, tea, tobacco. Mm. That's that's kind of how they lump it all together. But you're allowed herbal teas and things like that. So they're very like I couldn't have like an orange pico tea. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So not or even what an English I'm currently drinking tea. right now. <laughs> no, 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 I couldn't. So I have to be very careful at nine with it. But I do like it. Um, okay, so my drink do. was a iced caramel macchiato from Starbucks but with sweet vanilla cold foam. And when it's mixed together, like I like a little bit of coffee with my creamer, if you're getting what I'm saying. Like I have more creamer than I do coffee. (laughs) So when it's mixed all together, the sweet vanilla cold foam with the iced caramel macchiato, it's delicious. Okay, what's with this cold foam? Because everyone keeps talking about this. I've never tried it. Is it like, okay, I, if I was to go to Starbucks or Second Cup or anywhere and they said, do you want foam and whip? I'd be like, no, no, because I feel like I'm just getting bubbles. What is with this mm. cold foam? Everyone talks so about it. You can make cold foam at home because I do like when I make drinks at home. Um, and basically it's a little bit of milk, a little bit of heavy cream and some vanilla syrup and it's just whipped together. So is it like a whip or is it a foam? It's foam, but it's kind of sweet. Sorry, what, Laura? Is it like a whipping cream? No, it's just like a layer of foam that sits on top of your coffee. I mean, that sounds pretty good. But if you don't want to, if you you don't want a lot of sweetener in your drink, you could just have sweet vanilla cold foam and then it's not as much. Right. I feel like you're missing out on so much of the drink, though, if you're getting a lot of cold foam, right? But you can mix it all together. I gotta just get some because I'm trying to understand it. Because in my head, they're filling it all the way to like normally they'd fill mine all the way to the top, and so I'm getting my money's worth. Mm. Getting a cold foam, half of that is cold foam, and half of it's your actual drink. So you're not getting the full. Well, it's not half and half. It's like if this is the cup. Here's my visual. Like this much of it is cold foam. Okay, so like like the top, a fifth. Yeah, like the top. Yeah, where you would put whipped cream, basically. Oh, don't worry, Jane. You're still getting your money's worth. I'm cheap, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, how can I hack this? Yes, there's so many hacks. Like, order a venti. What is it? They say if you order, um, like, say you're going to get an iced tea, whatever, a passion iced tea from Starbucks, they say order 
the grande ask for it in a venti cup mm-hmm. um and they ended up being the same size i don't remember how it is i'd have to look into it but there are so many ways that like starbucks you're getting the exact same amount of liquid i'd have to look this up again because now i'm forgetting but yeah they'll be like oh you can get the same amount but pay for a grande but get the venti size oh yeah i'll have to look at it i'll share it with everyone (laughs) in our stories well so my husband got a tall uh like just dark roast coffee from starbucks the other day and he poured it into his big yeti mug like tumbler and it filled it up almost so it's like it's actually quite a bit of coffee in their tall in the tall in the tall which is like small right Sorry? How big's his Yeti? Do you know how many ounces? I don't I don't know. It's just, it's not the little guy. It's like the medium Yeti mug. It's like a 16 ounce because the big Maybe. ones are 20. That's pretty damn good then. Well, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's pretty good because, you know, what does it say that you should only have so much caffeine a day sort of thing? Like say it was like a pregnant lady or something and she wanted to have some coffee like a tall would be maybe like two cups of coffee like who knows that's that's pretty big yeah that it's really restrictive when you're pregnant i for all my pregnancies so i don't drink coffee but i get my caffeine in because i drink red bull like it's flipping water um but my one agreement that me and my husband made was that i wouldn't drink and i technically i could but i wouldn't drink a red bull throughout my whole pregnancy Mm -hmm. but i wanted one so bad like that's when i'm when I know I have a problem because mm-hmm. the whole nine months I was like I, he would like buy the new flavors and just leave them in the fridge for me I'm like you can try it when she's born you can try it when she's born they, oh, they brought, bring one to the hospital but apparently you can technically don't quote me on this everyone go always seek your doctor but apparently according to Red Bull's website pregnant women can actually have it because there's not enough caffeine there's not as much caffeine as a cup of coffee mm. what so that's you're allowed how- to have like 150 micrograms of caffeine a day when you're pregnant which is basically like one ct a day that's what i read when i was pregnant with our second one that's a that's what is that that's like four cups of coffee because i think one cup of coffee's got about 42 or 43 milligrams of caffeine right or something like that i don't know it just doesn't sound like a lot yeah does it no but according to red bull you technically can but always consult your doctor because i don't want someone coming for me (laughs) being like i had red bull because jane said we could and now my kid has three heads like sorry (laughs) no exactly um okay so let me hop on quickly and do my product of the week just in case my child decides to grace us with his presence yeah um so i can hop on mute um but i'm going to talk about honeydew shop Oh, for a hot second. Um, That little taupe clutch with like the strap is my favorite. I use it every single day. It fits my wallet, my cell phone, a scrunchie, a mask, a mask for my son if we need to, and car keys. And the zipper, you can zip one-handed. It's the perfect length. I can wear it over a jacket with a hood and I'm not like choking myself out. It's amazing. Oh, I, so just for reference, because Laura has probably no idea. It's just like a little bag. I don't know, about three, four, four hands wide. Okay. Um, I'm trying to also describe it for people. And it's just a little black bag that um, I ordered a few in and brown bag, sorry. And I'm so happy that you look, oh, she's showing it. Oh, there it is. Such a cute little bag. Oh, I love that. I've been using it too all week. Yeah, it's crossbody. 
It's got a little pocket inside. I'm very impressed with it. I'm surprised you can hold that much in there. Like that's a good, that's a good amount of stuff. It's got stretch to it. Like it, it can get really wide because I have a massive wallet. Like I, you're like Vanna White right now. You can't see this listeners, but Jen is modeling it like Vanna White. It's lovely. Um, Very good. <laughs> but yeah, I have a really big fossil wallet, like the massive ones that they have that fold up into three. It fits in there with my phone, with my keys, with my AirPods, again, with a mask. I'm like, this is way better so I'm so glad that you like it that's that amazing I mean no. I might go get it you've kind of inspired me I'm for a new <laughs> let person. me know girl I'll hook you up I'll hook you up I've actually got some little shout out to my little store I've got some purses coming in this week like should be here tomorrow and I'm very excited to see those mm. right. <laughs> okay Laura what's your product of the week okay so I just bought this yesterday and it's a soap, like a hand soap from Rocky Mountain Soap Company. And it's the lemongrass scent. And I went snowboarding with a friend about a month ago. And we went to Norquay and their soap in the bathroom was this soap. And they have like little signs saying it's the Rocky Mountain Soap Company. So, I, you know, before we went out, we went to the bathroom, whatever, washed our hands. And then the whole time I was snowboarding, if my hands came near my face, I could smell it. And I, I just love loved it. it. That's hilarious. So I, I I was at Chatters yesterday and I saw it and I'm like, oh, I just got to get this. Okay. And now I'm just How many did you buy? I just bought one because that's all they had. They have these huge <laughs> refills and they were sold out because it's just that good. Everybody loves it. Okay. What kind is it? It's lemongrass. <gasps> is it a pump or is it? Yeah. Well, I just got the little bottle that's a pump. I'm looking it up because I. How many times have you washed your hands today? Oh, so many. <laughs> Lemon grass. Lemon grass. Okay. Oh, and they have a deodorant version of it oh. too. Ooh. What one? Have you tried some of their other stuff, Rocky Mountain? Yeah, I bought their uh, their lip balm mm. uh, because I burnt my lips. You know, when it was twenty degrees out the other day. <gasps> and so it has an SPF in it. So I went and got that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've tried actually quite a bit of their stuff, and it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a lemongrass bath bomb. I love bath products. I love them. They have a foaming wash. They have a soap slab. I love a good, I'm so weird. I love a good bar of soap. That's I the English in you, I think. Yeah. That sounds very English. Yeah. yeah. I, does it really? I think it's so fascinating. First off, My mother watch people cut them. that. Mm. And she's European. It's got to be a European thing. Mm-hmm. What does she do? She has bars of soap. Anyone else I know has a pump of soap. Yeah. And, and I yeah. do have pumps, but when I'm in the shower, I like to have like oh. a bar. I know. I'm probably <laughs> weird like that. I'm clean. <laughs> I smell fine. But like, I like soap. A bar. Yeah, it's still soap. It's self-cleaning, you know. Clean so you lather it up. So, Kate, like when you shave okay. your legs, you shave um, by lathering a bar of soap? I have done, but I'm also lazy, so I'll buy the foam, like the the mm-hmm. bottles that foam up. Because like body legs, wash? No, like oh. actual shaving foam. <laughs> oh, I hate shaving foam. Oh, I'll what use do you it. Use? Like a cream? No, I just use like a body wash and I put it in a loofah, and then it bubbles up like nobody's business. Oh. I thought that everybody did that. No, am I weird? Oh. I like uh, shaving well, cream. I... You squirt it on your leg, and by the time you go to shave it, it slipped off your leg and it's in the drain. Am I alone in this? You are getting bad shaving cream then, honey. (laughs) 
No, that never <laughs> happens to me. I don't know. <laughs> no, it stays on till I shave it off. Do we All need right, a demonstration? Just me. <laughs> I certainly am very passionate. It's funny you say that. I started using CeraVe's, you know, like the, the gentle foam moisturizing cleanser. I oh, saw yeah. on a TikTok to use that to shave with. So I used it last time and it, it worked just it like worked. in your hands. And then, yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Cause it's almost like putting a lotion kind of on your legs and then, and then you shave it off. I mean, it washed right off the razor. Like it was no problem. Okay. I, I must be weird because have you guys, I hope I'm not, if you were to run out of whatever you normally would shave your legs with, have you ever tried conditioner? Cause I have. Yes. Oh, I have okay. Tried. Yeah. My but word, it you, to the razor. It's like, it's hard to get off. It's harder to get off, but my goodness, my legs are soft after. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I love what I really like in the shower too. I love how we're talking about what we're doing in the shower. Um, charcoal bars, because I like my bars. Have you <gasps> ever have, tried a charcoal bar? Yeah, I have one. Charcoal bar. I Yeah, I sounds like it. chocolate bar. <laughs> no, charcoal. Charcoal? Charcoal? <laughs> like Santa gave you a charcoal? Char- is that what he brings coal? Charcoal. He brings coal. Charcoal. Yeah. You're <laughs> missing a C. Charcoal. <laughs> anyway, the bars are so good. And I like doing a, like a pit detox with charcoal. Have you ever done that? That yeah. is really good to do. But it's always funny because after you use it, when you use it in the shower, it just looks like when it's drying and it like dribbles down the side. You know, am I being crazy? <laughs> When you put the soap on and it just like dribbles down the side of the the tub or whatever you um, like that no i don't like that it looks oh. like someone died in your tub after <laughs> and the whole time i'm like no it's just it's just the charcoal bar it's just the water from the bar but i really like my bars i like watching them get cut have you ever seen them get cut oh yeah mm-hmm. isn't that so satisfying yeah you can actually go and tour the rocky mountain soap company in canmore and you pay for this tour and you watch them how they make everything. And then when you come out, you get some of the products that you watch them make. And Ooh. you can watch them. You could go and watch them make the soap and cut it right in front of you. <laughs> I would be way too into that. I would be asking them to cut it. Have you guys heard of Sweet as Candy Bath products? Yes. No. So they're local here to Calgary. And we use their stuff because um, my kids have sensitive skin and their bath bombs and stuff that my kids just haven't had a reaction to. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. But she makes soap, which I have not tried her bars of soap yet, but she has a poppy seed one. And I've watched her cut it like in her stories before. And I'm like, oh, rewatch, rewatch. You know, when it tells you how many views is probably all because of me. <laughs> but her stuff's really, really amazing. If you're looking for good bath stuff, I will tell, tell you that. Um, okay. My product of the week, my product review, sorry, um, is last week I talked about how I had be, been sent by a company just to like review some same moi, it's French, same moi products. I've been trying them. They are flipping good. So they sent me a cleansing water, makeup wipes, a lotion, and a face mask. And um, the cleansing water was really nice and light. Mm-hmm. The moisturizer is really light as well. But the makeup remover wipes, I was very impressed with. Oh. I don't really care for wipes unless it's like a baby wipe because they're all over my house anyway. Right. But these makeup remover wipes, I was very impressed with. I haven't tried the mask yet. 
which I will do, but they're cute. They're like, they look like little flowers. Oh. I'm very, very impressed with it. It got a lot of crap off my face and it didn't burn after. That's always my biggest worry is that my skin will burn. No, totally fine. Oh, so that's, that's my product of the week. Nice. Um, but let's move on. Okay, so Laura, this is why you are here. Okay. So let me give you a little intro. So everyone, Laura is the owner of Flourish and Flow. Correct? I'm saying that correctly? Yes. Flourish and Flow organization. Um, and you you help clients. You have clients and you help them organize their homes, correct? Yeah. Yep. And when I first saw this, everyone, I thought Marie, Marie, Marie Kondo, is that her name? Yeah. Or Maria? <laughs> yeah. And the home edit. So I know that you're not them. You've got your own personal little flair, but that's essentially for those that don't know, that's what she, you're going in and doing, right? You're helping people completely mm-hmm. organize their life essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than just like home stuff. Uh, we can work in the computer as well. If you have just a completely disorganized computer, uh, schedules, everything like that. It's, it's sort of, and even like mental stuff, you know, if you're, you have a cluttered mind can happen too, and that can create clutter everywhere else in your life. So, um, we can kind of talk about that sort of stuff. So you go into their computers too, and you'll just organize their computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I'm going to have so many questions. <laughs> I if I have it. a con- cluttered mind and a computer and a house. <laughs> I think that yep. that might represent your mind because when I think of my computer, if my home screen, what's it called, my desktop, is a mess, mm-hmm. I'm a mess. That's when that's when you know that I'm not doing okay. Is if like th- things like that aren't normally. I normally have like folders upon folders upon folders for everything, and if there's right. just stuff random on my desktop, I'm going crazy or I'm overworked. Same with like if my bedroom's messy or if there's clothes on the floor. Mm-hmm. typically or if I haven't made my bed like I wake up and make my bed every day and if I haven't made my bed something's off yeah yeah no I, I get that a lot from a lot of people and uh, it's it's true when you have a cluttered mind your home is normally fairly cluttered and it works the other way too so when you see clutter all over the place it uh it can it definitely stress stresses you out for sure uh, but it also makes almost everything else in your life harder to do and you it takes you way longer to get things done so the first thing is just you get your whole space cleared out and decluttered and and organized so that you know where everything is and then you can focus on the things that are more important in your life did you strategically clean that desk behind you because it is not cluttered at all it is very clean (laughs) yeah that just like do you see my this is an accurate representation of my life Do you see back here? This has been here for weeks. It's a jolly jumper that I need to this take downstairs. Junk behind me, the window that's here. Yeah, I might need your help, Laura. Absolutely. Oh. I'll come by. So Laura, <laughs> when did you start this business? How long so have you I started? Been- yeah, I started in 2020, uh, October. So during so, the pandemic. Yeah. Right yeah. in the thick of it. I know. Why? I know. And I asked myself that as well. I'm like, is this really a good time to be doing this? And I just, for some reason, it was just, I had a resounding yes. I just felt like I needed to go do this. And I have lots of family that had me over and I would organize their stuff and everything. And I just, I just really love doing it. So as slow as it kind of has been right now, it's, it's still been pretty good. I mean, people are all stuck at home right now. So they, 
they need help. And I do virtual organizing with people as well. So I don't have to go into their home and I can just sort of guide them through the process. That's what I was going to ask. I'm like, I was going to say how during COVID-19, because you start, okay, so first off, this isn't what you've been doing for long. You've been doing it for what, seven, eight months now. Mm-hmm. What were you doing before? Because you're a mum to four kids, right? Yeah. 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 It's like teenagers. Well, uh, well, my oldest is 15, but my youngest is four. So all across the board. All of them. <laughs> so what were you doing before you started Flourish and Flow? Uh, I was teaching jujitsu. Oh, badass. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. We talked about this. Yeah. So, so Laura's cousin, right? Adam's your cousin? Adam. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. yeah. He's your, he's cousin-in-law, right? Yes. He is marrying my sister. So we actually just met recently, mm-hmm. which was so cool. Cause I was like, Oh my word, you're coming on the podcast. And you told me about the ju- ju- I can never say it. Jiu-jitsu. Thank you. Yeah. I'm never going to say it right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so that's, that's what you were doing. And you it's belt is the belts in it. Yeah. So if you can kind of see behind me on the wall here, I don't know if I can move this, this color. No, my camera There's a wheel. Like you a see yeah, wheel? right there. Those are my yeah. belts. So it wow. starts at yellow in the center and then there's the well, it's the black on the outside there. I don't know if you can and see And black's it. the top you can go or is there? Well, like you get to black and then it's kind of like, they say that's when you start. That's when you start is by the time you get your black, you're mm-hmm. now an, like officially a really like an, a student that's in it. So um, I was, I'm going for my, my second black here coming up soon, but COVID, I was supposed to get it right when covid started i was supposed to test for it anyways and then that just didn't happen and it kept getting put off so that's something that might come up in october fingers crossed so you started doing that well you had your children you were being a mom you were doing jujitsu did i say it right yes and and then you had just been helping family and friends do their home organization and then you decided hey i'm just going to I should do this into a business. This is something you're passionate about. So when you yeah. you started it and it's in the thick of COVID, mm-hmm. you'd have to do virtual. Like how, that's what I was going to ask is how the heck do you go into someone's home during a yeah. pandemic? Yeah. What are your ways to deal with that besides virtual? I mean, you look for, you know, you do symptom, symptom check, temperature, if you've had any feeling terrible or anything like that. If they need me to wear a mask, I will absolutely wear a mask. Uh, washing hands, keeping a distance from each other. It can be a little hard, but it's sort of like you're on one side of the room and you hold something up and you're like, do you need this? Is this a yes or a no or a maybe? (laughs) And then they'll tell me and I'll throw it in a pile sort of thing. So I only really need them there for the decluttering process because I need to know what they're going to want to keep unless they give me guidelines. Some people, when I'm doing a pantry are like, if it's expired, it goes. If it's not, it stays. And then I can be in there by myself. So do you, when you go into their home, we'll just pretend that COVID isn't a thing because I don't like talking about it if we don't have to because it's dumb. But if you were to go into someone's home, do you prefer them to be there the whole time? Or do you like to be like, give me my guideline and then let me do my thing? Like, what's your ideal situation? Um, well, I get I get really focused and I found with some family members, they, they want to chat And I'll sort of like look at them and then wait for them to finish whatever they're saying and then hold up the item. (laughs) Like, okay, and where is this going? And I don't mind them being there. Like I like listening to them or anything, but I'm just going to be focused and doing my thing while while they're there. So it doesn't matter to me. If they want to be there, then that's fine. 
Absolutely. Fair enough. And like you're there to do a job. So you're like you're you you're narrowing mm-hmm. in on that to get the job done. I, I totally get that. So you start your business and you do it. You you go into their home. So I want you to walk me through what it's like when you go into the person's home. So say you are coming to my house and you are going to organize. Yeah, we'll do my kitchen because my kitchen right now is a disaster. I'm looking right at it. So you're going to come in and organize my kitchen. What is a typical... How does that typically look if someone is looking to book you? Okay, so I come in first for a free consult and it's usually around 30 minutes. I'll ask you questions about who uses the room, what do they use it for, uh, what do you like about it, what do you not like about it, uh, what do you need to change, and and then I just write it all down. I kind of take some pictures and then we'll book in for a decluttering session. So then I come in and it's about four hours at a time. I, I did just do a playroom and it was six hours. It was a giant playroom, but uh, just for decluttering. So we'll, we'll go through kind of every cupboard one at a time. And if, if everything's there, this is the, the biggest thing is uh, we've started organizing a room and I ask, is this everything? Yep. <laughs> And then they'll be bringing stuff from other rooms and, oh, I forgot about this. And and this needs to come too. So it's really important to have everything that you're going to have in your kitchen, in your kitchen, if we're doing your kitchen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And do you just kind of take everything out when you're going through it? Yeah. So, okay. I'm just trying to, cause I want you to come to my house so badly. Um, So you would just take everything out, pile it onto our Island or our kitchen table Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then you just we go, go through kind of cupboard by cupboard. Okay. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to, it's really overwhelming. And yeah. I tell my clients before we even begin, I'm like, it's going to get crazy and then it'll get better. Like be prepared because it's going to be crazy overwhelming. And that's <laughs> and what gets- would do me in mm-hmm. is taking everything out at once. I'm like, I would lose it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so when you, go to put things back in how do you tip it so for a kitchen how would you ideally organize it that's what uh, it depends, yeah it depends on you know obviously the setup of the kitchen but you want things in easy reach to where you're going to be using them so if it's like around the stove you want spices that you're going to be using often right there uh utensils that you're going to be using in your pots and pans close by so that you can grab conveniently do you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. uh and it also depends on what you like to use often. Uh, there's some people, there was this one lady that she never drank tea. Like she, she didn't like tea, but she drank coffee. And in her kitchen at the easiest level of cupboard, she had all of her teas. And then her coffee machine was in the pantry that she had to bring out every morning. And so I was sort of chatting with her about it. So if we move the tea and the coffee, would that make more sense for you? And she, it's, she hadn't even thought about it. And that's what happens to a lot of people in their own homes. You don't even think about what you're doing. It's just a habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because even professional organizers hire professional organizers. To do their house? To do their, to do their house. There's a mental block when it's your own space. And you need someone else to come in and deal with your emotional attachments to everything. Okay, let's talk about that. 
because that's a big thing for me. For those who are wondering why Jen is not speaking, she is here, but she's got a little boy on her lap right now and he's just playing with her hair. It's really cute. petting my hair. So I'm on mute in case he screams, but I'm listening and this is, man, I need you in my life, in all aspects of my life. (laughs) I feel this too. So, okay, sorry. I just blanked. So... I just blanked. I just lost my train of thought because Holt is so darn cute. (laughs) So, okay. So you've gone into someone's home and you've taken everything out. How would you, uh, how would you like figure out for their pantry and stuff? Like what, what goes through your mind when you're looking at everything and say you don't have a ton of space? Like what do you start prioritizing? All right. Does that make sense? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it does. It does. Um, I know. And the the thing with that is a lot of people try to have stuff for a house that they don't actually live in. Does that make sense? So they have stuff for a bigger house that yeah. they don't own. And they cram all of this stuff into a tiny house and they don't have the storage and the space sort of thing. So it, there's just clutter everywhere. And it's not even clutter. It's stuff that they use. They just don't have storage or space for it. So, I mean, there are storage solutions you can do for tiny spaces mm-hmm. uh, using vertical um, in cupboards and stuff helps but people it's sort of like a it's almost like a therapy session where you're trying to coach them through all the stuff that they have and you're like what do you absolutely need and what do you love and do you what do you need to keep you know in your life and what can you let go of and sometimes we start out and I'll hold something up and be like do you absolutely need this? And they're like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't want to let it go. And you're like, okay, we'll put it in the maybe pile. And then by the end of the decluttering, most of the time they will just get rid of everything that's in that maybe pile because they've gone through the process with everything else that's in that space. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they're, they're like in the groove and they're more in the mood and they're like, you know what? I don't need it. Just yeah, this is feeling great because when you start clearing stuff out, you do feel better. And you're like, wow, this is great. Let's just keep this going. It starts feeling lighter. When mm-hmm. you say that they hold on to stuff, like they have stuff for a house that they're not living in, mm-hmm. would that be, so I'm obviously I'm draw, drawing from me. So for instance, we are in a small apartment. It's a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. Um, but we like to shop at Costco. Mm-hmm. because we can buy in bulk so would you do you see a lot of that of people buying in bulk but there's no storage for it and they're not going through the bulk enough I know that when for instance this is so lame but like when the pandemic started everyone was running out to buy flour oh yeah yeah guys I have an entire cupboard just for flour mm-hmm. because I was like I'm gonna need to start baking bread and I baked bread <laughs> for like two weeks that was it. But now I have all this flour. So I know that's probably like a silly example, but is that what you mean by they're holding on to things for a home that they're not living in? Like I do not need a ton of flour. I mean, sometimes, um, sometimes it's sort of more like thing, like too much, too much furniture. Sometimes actually is a big one. And they, some people have the basement where the furniture goes to die and yeah. they just have tons of different pieces of furniture that don't fit. It, they're almost on top of each other. Um, for the, uh, with that example, like with the flower and stuff, I haven't really run into that too much. Uh, I did have a baker though, that was keeping 
bags of flour on the shelves in her pantry. And I got for her like a rolly bin to put all of her flour in. Oh, you know what I mean? It's, it was like, okay, this is going to sound terrible, but it, it was like one of those dog food um, storage containers with wheels on them. Yes. Yeah. To put her flour and sugar in and she could just wheel it out because I mean, she was baking tons all the time. So she can just wheel it out, scoop it out and then wheel it back into her pantry. It was, it was just a corner pantry too. It wasn't that big. Does she need any extra flour? Because I have a lot <laughs> that she can just have. <laughs> Tell her to come take it. Okay. Take it. I, I bet she would. <laughs> right. I think anyone would, to be honest, because they can bake with it. I ain't baking anything right now. Jen, you're back. I'm we back. have a little one. <laughs> um, he's currently watching some screen. So I'm that mom. <laughs> Wait, scream? Like the, the horror movie? No, like a te- like like his iPad. A screen. Oh, screen. I thought said scream. And I was Laura, like, welcome to my life. There's always some kind of <laughs> English miscommunication, miscommunication in every episode. <laughs> I love it. I was genuinely worried though. I was going to be like, Jen, I don't think you're a bad mom, but we need to have a chat. Yeah, I let him watch Scream <laughs> at the age of two for sure. <laughs> we let Lexi watch, is this such a side note, Coraline? Oh, oh, that's a creepy show. That's so creepy. Yeah, I didn't know it was creepy. No. And then the nightmares and I felt okay. So she's not allowed to watch it now. Um, we, <laughs> the movie King Kong somehow like popped up on the TV screen mm-hmm. and it was the, I don't know if you guys have watched like the movie with Jack Black, like when they arrive yeah. to the mm-hmm. Island and there's like all the creepy people, Cash was mm-hmm. like, he's five and he was looking at the screen like, mom i'm like look away look away and we shut it off and he's like why were they looking like they were gonna eat people like i don't know just please don't have nightmares oh my gosh (laughs) Okay. okay this is enthralling i'm i am so interested to hear more yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, do you have any more questions cause, that you want to give? Cause I have so many questions that I feel like I'm going to be taking up all the time. Keep them going. Okay. Your questions are my questions. Okay. Great. <laughs> Sorry. There's so much I want to know. And we, we actually do have listener questions as well. I got quite a few questions from people today who are like wanting your help. They are, they, I was getting text after text after text. Okay. It was awesome. Um, so it's spring. So mm-hmm. we, Obviously, a spring clean is a pretty big thing. Mm -hmm. I, for instance, if you watched the Coffee and Concealer stories today, I managed to actually have my um, sister-in-law watch my kids for, I got four hours, you guys. I was like, four hours, I'm going to start decluttering their room. And it is exactly what you said about it being overwhelming. Mm-hmm. it was overwhelming I sat on the floor and I was like I cannot do this like it is mm-hmm. so much work and I'm just trying to go through their toys and help them donate things and just you know not have crap everywhere mm-hmm. like Reagan got into the diapers and pulled all the diapers out like they do not need to be all over my floor clean they were clean they were not dirty but like just trying to minimize it a bit more so when it's spring cleaning what are some tips that you would give to people sorry I'm putting you on the spot but everyone I feel like everyone is starting to do this they've been doing it for a year trying to get their homes organized while they've been in it mm-hmm. and it's hard it's hard mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming and not everyone can just hire someone to come in they're either financially not able to or physically not able to do that just yet um or it's embarrassing to be honest I get that a lot. And I have people say, oh, I'm just going to clean up before you come. And I'm like, no, don't. I need to see it, (laughs) how it is, so that I can help you. 
like, you know, if yeah. there's stuff everywhere, I need to get you a system that'll work so that there's not stuff everywhere all the time. Right. Which like, let's be realistic here. If you have kids, like I have kids, so my house definitely gets messy. Um, because when you think about it on, let's say organizing is like a, a spectrum and you have hoarders on one end, you have OCD people on the other end where it's so clean that you can't, and so crazy organized, you can't touch anything. And that's, that is an issue I don't run into, but, um, you know, I, I hear people that comment on some stuff that I post and, and they say, well, my friend's so OCD and, you know, it's so frustrating and everything like that. And it's true. It's true. So, um, you have to have balance in your life. You have to be okay with your house, just getting messy every once in a while, every once in a while. It's frustrating. Not every day. Constantly a disaster. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so what would you have given, what kind of advice can you give me? So I'm, I'm literally looking at it. I have five piles of boxes, no, six, seven boxes of clothes that I'm donating. Um, and that's what I managed to do today and it's closed. And then I have two bags of toys. Like I had, I was hustling. I was the whole time. I was like, I need Laura. I need her here. I just, there's nothing like a mom who's kid free and what we can accomplish in the kid free time. hundred percent. It's like triple the work. I think that like someone who maybe doesn't have kids would do in like a day, a lackadaisy day. I used the bathroom without being interrupted. Oh, glorious. Do you know how that never happens anymore? If it's not my children and I don't latch the door properly, it's my chihuahua who pops his nose in. And I'm like, come on, man. Like if it's not the kids, it's you. Oh gosh. So, so how would you help people who can't maybe hire your services just yet? Um, What advice would you give them again to, while they're spring cleaning, how to start? So not taking everything out, but starting on a portion at a time. Yeah, definitely baby steps. So, you know, when it gets really overwhelming, just set a timer for like 20 minutes and just go for 20 minutes and have a garbage bag, a laundry basket, and just like a box or another garbage bag. And one is going to be for garbage. One's going to be for stuff that should go into a different area of your house. And another one is for donation and just 15 minutes. That's it one small area like one drawer or one cupboard and then after that take a break I mean sometimes you feel like you're on a roll and you keep going that's fine but when you start feeling overwhelmed take a break okay and how how do you help people who are indecisive about whether they should be keeping something or donating getting rid of it kind of thing because I this sounds so crazy and I'm probably sharing way too much of my life but whatever so growing up I had a great childhood, don't get me wrong, but I'm from a very big family. There was 10 of us. I was number nine. So everything I had, except for like birthdays and Christmas presents, but everything I had was a hand-me-down. So I remember when I first got my my first job and I was starting to buy stuff from with my own money that was mine, I had a really hard time letting go of things. I also like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it properly, but I just had a hard time putting things, getting things out of my life because I had worked hard to get it. Right. But it would be like something as simple as a T-shirt 
that I was like, oh, but I bought this shirt with my own money and I wore it to this outing with my friends. And I know that like we've we've all seen the Marie Kondo shows and the home edit shows. Those were huge. And they would say, thank it and let it go. Do, right. But for me, like, I don't want to. Yeah, for me, that's <laughs> yeah. not something that I can do. I, I'm the type of person that'd be like, oh, well, I'll just put it in storage because I can wear one day I'll fit back into that size two mm. shirt. Bull crap. Like <laughs> that's one boob. Like, um, how do you help people who have those issues? Because it's for me, it's just not as simple as like, thank you for being a t-shirt that I purchased with my own money. Like that's not something I can do. So what do you do for people who have a harder time letting things like that go? Yeah. Yeah. I have that. I have that with books. Um, Mm. I, I hoard books. I love books. And when I watched uh, that episode of Marie Kondo talking about letting books go, because she's like, if you're never going to read them again, I'm like, I I might not, but I still like them there. I don't know. You're allowed to have stuff is how I see it. And if you love something so much, keep it. Absolutely. Keep it. If it's going to torment you to get rid of it, then, you know, what's the point? But the other thing I always ask people is, is this going to help you be the person you want to be? Is this going to help you live the life you want to be living, having this object, whatever it is? And sometimes people are like, you know what? That's my past. I don't want to be that person anymore. I'm going to get rid of it. Or if they're like, you know what, that has such sentimental value for me. I'm going to find a special place to put it so that I can see it every day. You know, if you want to keep something, make a spot for it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like if that t-shirt torments you because you feel like you're never going to be a size two, then I say, find some way to make it into something else. Cut it into like a headband or something. (laughs) Sounds silly. And I have gotten better at it, but there is, I swear everyone must have a box of clothes somewhere that they're like, I'm going to fit into that again, especially after you have kids. Right. I'm that way, but not with clothes because I didn't have a good childhood. So some of those little things, I'm the, I'm the opposite, but the same reaction. So like anything that I purchased for my children, like it could be as simple as like a stuffed animal, but I purchased that when I was pregnant with cash and like, I can't ever let that go. He'll keep that forever. And it's little things like that. I'm like, because I didn't have those things as kids. So I don't think that I'm like a hoarder for myself. I think I hoard for my children (laughs) for that reason. Right. Yeah, we have um, a little box actually for our kids. That's what we ended up getting was a little wooden engraved box. They're gorgeous, and <laughs> that's where we put the things for our kids. Mm. And I have them like up and out of sight, and yeah. like that's where they're the. So, like for instance, Zach's grandfather gave Lexington a little truck, mm. and so she's she's played with it but she's kind of overplaying with it now because he wants her to use it but I knew that that truck was something that I would like her to have in the future mm-hmm. so we put it in her little we call it her memory box yeah it's out of sight out of mind but one day man that's going to be full by the time she's like five how do, you, box. <laughs> how do you help people who are who are maybe not on the extreme level, but just want to have a cleaner life, have a cleaner, more streamlined home. Like what's some advice that you would give them when it comes to, to not hoarding those kind of things? Uh, well, sort of, yeah, that's a hard one because that that's huge sentimental. And, you know, I've gone to people's homes where they have 
tons and tons of memorabilia and we end up just uh, creating a shelving unit or um, sorry, like floating shelves uh, with displays for everything. Like this one guy was really into records and everything. So that's, uh, we displayed them nicely and uh, and photographs and everything like that. Uh, instead of it being boxes, it was up on the wall. Uh, so that's, that's kind of one thing. It's hard with kids stuff. I know I have friends that have, you know, like the 60 the baby onesies like 60 of them that they're going to make into a blanket one day oh dear and they just they haven't gotten around to it yet you never do so you give them a timeline right you're like you know what you can you can hire people to make those for you as well exactly get those out of your place and give them to the lady who's going to make it yeah right it's sort of like the the guy that has the car in his garage that he's going to fix up (laughs) but has been sitting there for 20 years yeah you know, you got to so kind of true. put a timeline on things. And if it's in your schedule, you're more likely to do it and give it a realistic timeline. You know, when you give yourself three months to do something, it'll take you three months. If you give yourself one month to do something, it'll take you a month. Mm-hmm. So people really will rise to the occasion on yeah. their timeline, yeah. depending on what exactly. it is. Um, I, I do have a question. So well, not question, but like, I think that in our late 20s, early 30s is like the time to streamline our life because you see so many people that are now in their like 70s, 80s. We live in a community in Calgary where all of our neighbors are around that age. Their kids are all our age and they now have their own kids. And so they're now going through their stuff, but they're so set in their ways and they have garages or rooms full of just like they have a sewing room, but they haven't sewed in you know, 15 yeah. years, things like that. And so actually my lash lady was saying that to me, her parents live in Edmonton and she's trying to tell them to sell their house and move to Calgary. They have nothing up in Edmonton anymore. And they're so hard to sell their house because they, that's the house that everybody grew up in. And, and mm-hmm. there's a sewing room and there's a record room and there's all these things. And she's like, when you guys die, <laughs> she's like, I love you to death, but I'm going to sell it all. None of that means anything. What means more is having you here. So how would you suggest like, yeah, room by room, piece by piece, right? Yes, absolutely. And when it comes to handing stuff down to your children, um, one or two really meaningful items that have a story that you have passed the story on to your kids. So they don't, you know, it's not like here's this piece of China or whatever this, this China set instead be like, this was your great grandmother. She bought it at, you know, in Europe and brought it over. And it was very special. Like that has more meaning to people. And, you know, and then the children appreciate that more and they will keep it. But when it's like, here's my entire house that I never went through because I couldn't, because a lot of them can't deal with it. You know, it's just so much stuff and they never took the time to go through it. And then they give it to their kids and their kids are like, this is crazy. And they just, like you said, they sell it, they give it away. They just do anything, you know, and that it's a little heartbreaking for the parents if they're still around. Um, But if you, you know, sort of took the time and went through a little bit a day or however, hired somebody to go through it and your kids were there, you could tell them what each thing was worth. I know that I went through my mom's house with her because she had moved and I was like, you know, good thing we're doing this now. But I was putting like stickies on stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to take that. <laughs> I'm going to yes, take yeah. that. Just yeah. shopping in her yeah, house. Just shopping at her house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she donated so much of it to women in need. Uh, and it was actually, mm-hmm. it was great. She she was sad 
for some of the stuff because it was the same thing she tried to give me you know a silver set and like two silver sets why do you think we want silver in china i just it was a big thing it was always handed down uh through generations Mm. but we're we're not that type of generation (laughs) nope (laughs) i do have a funny side story um so my her name was my auntie pat but she was like my grandmother's sister so like my great aunt pat she passed away a few years ago back in England she was honestly she was such a lovely lady and my parents flew over to go through her home she didn't have children my my mum and her siblings were very close with her and they'd been in her like they were like her second family really right they was their aunt um and they were going through, they were going through this is so dumb this is so crazy they were going through her pantry and I kid you not, they're going through the pantry and my dad sees something and it's like in the back corner of the pantry. Guess what it was. Take a wild guess. Think Very outside the box. Food. Was it like a cremated relative? <laughs> it was a bazooka bomb from World War II. <laughs> She had a lot in her pantry. In her pantry. It had not exploded, but it was it was live. It wasn't but oh it wasn't gosh. on. Like it wasn't like just in case, you know? <laughs> COVID? No. <laughs> this is pre-COVID. Isn't that the craziest thing? That's and insane. I was like and so they had to call like the local police who got people in to come take this bomb away. But she just had it in the back of her pantry. Most people hide like jars of money and walls or rolls yeah. of paper. She's got a bomb in her so pantry. Traps. Yeah, food traps, <laughs> just in case. I, I was like, you're lying. Like when my dad told me that, I was like, you're lying. Like there's no way she had a bomb. He swears. Wow. He's like, no, Jane, there was a flipping gr- like grenade bomb for a bazooka <laughs> Ooh, I mean, that's exciting. <laughs> exciting, right? Because it's like it's from World War II. Or it's like, I've never run into that. I was good. No. So that was what I was going to ask. I'm like, what are some of the crazy things oh, if you're yeah. allowed to share that you have found? Because come on, if in previous episodes, Jen knows this now, I've talked about how I'm a snoop. Like I would snoop. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I would judge too. That's why I'm not an organizer because I'd be like, oh, oh I saw that mm-hmm. draw. That's probably why I'm worried to have people come because they'll judge me. But have you found anything funny or just crazy? Yeah, I, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's just, you're just in the groove and you're just sorting and and holding stuff up. And, you know, they might be embarrassed, but I'm just focused. I'm like, look, this is your life. You live it however you want to live it. Do you need this or do you not need this is all I care about. <laughs> you just try and say it with a straight face. Okay, can you share with us anything that you found? Did you find a bazooka? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, I've never, I've never found something like that. It's more like personal items I'll find. Okay, no kink shaming. We're not kink shaming. You can do what you want, but it would be a little, well, I would exactly. be a little embarrassed, right? But they're embarrassed about it. And they're like, uh, you know, you don't need to do that drawer. And I'm like, okay. Like, it is fine. If you if there's some area you don't want me to look at, that's fine. But other people are like, yeah, you know, how could I organize that? And I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. Yeah, you're like, that drawer needs organizing too. Yeah, that <laughs> bottom drawer and that Would you like set? some Rocky Mountain hand soap for a minute? Yeah, lemongrass. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do have a question now. Okay. The whole rage right now is this like capsule wardrobe. Do you do clothing for people? 
Um, I will organize their closet for sure. Yes. Okay. Talk about um, organizing a closet okay. for a second. Cause I need okay. some severe help there. Sure. Absolutely. I love organizing closets. It's, uh, it's so much fun, but it looks so chaotic. Okay. You go in and you take everything out and you put it on the bed, like everything out. It's insane. It's this giant already having anxiety. (laughs) You can go, you can go section at a time, but it's gotta be, I mean, cause you want to organize it in, you know, you're sorting it. So it's like all of your tank tops together, your t-shirts together, your honeydew together. (laughs) (laughs) That's making me feel good though. So thank you. So, yeah. So you, you want to do it all like that. And I will just hold a shirt up and be like, yes or no, or maybe, and then we'll throw it wherever it needs to kind of go, or we'll just put it back on the hanger and, and then we put it back in. And so when you organize your clothes, uh, whatever's hanging, you go from lightweight to heavyweight. So you have your tank tops, t-shirts, uh, long sleeve, sweatshirts, you know, that sort of thing, dresses, winter, you know, you kind of go in sections like that. And then you go by color. And it was funny because the first time I ever did that in my closet, I realized I had like six black t-shirts that I didn't know I had. Yes. Oh, dang. Cause they were kind of everywhere just shoved in. So now that everything kind of has a place, I could get rid of stuff that I didn't need. I didn't need six black t-shirts. Cause like that will be me. the same. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very common. So. Okay. One hang. more question. Sure. Denim. Do you fold it or do you hang it? Oh, uh, yes. it depends on how much space you have. If you have the space to hang it, you can hang it. Um, if not, you can fold it. <laughs> Did you that was a very helpful answer. <laughs> there you go. It depends on what you want okay. and how much you have and how much drawer space you have, how much hanging space you have. I know that's not very helpful. Is it? If you had a husband who just made a mess of drawers, is hanging a better solution? You're blinking really slowly. And I feel like you are with me on that one. Yeah. 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 Cause my husband would shove his pants afterwards just into a bin. Cause we have these wire racks all the way uh, down in mm. our closet. And so I gave him these, these bins basically these like uh cloth covered baskets and he would just shove them in there and i'm like you know what they're out of sight but his work stuff i'm like you have to hang that because you'll get wrinkles you know he's in an office and so i would i would hang that up for him and he's gotten really good at hanging it up i mean i do most of the laundry but at at the end of the day he will shove his jeans in the cloth basket (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? That's your cloth basket of your pants. Yep. <laughs> They're there. You know where they are. That's all you, buddy. So, so I have to say, so my husband the other morning, and he won't ever listen to this, so it's fine. I can talk smack about him. But he was saying to me, where are my other pants? My jeans. He's only got like two pairs or three pairs that fit him. And one of them was missing for a couple months, he claimed. And I'm like, well, I don't have a secret chain stash just to put and hide away, just to like irritate you. That's not in my game plan. Um, so it's either dirty or clean. Those are your options, closet, dresser, dirty laundry. Those are your three options. And he's like, well, you've obviously put them somewhere. 
I'm like, for sure. Yeah. Like I try to ruin your life. That's my life goal. Um, and then I said, look through the closet because my wonderful mother-in-law, she's amazing. And I'm not being sarcastic. She's amazing. If there is laundry that needs to be folded when she comes over to watch the kids, she's gung ho and she's folding things and hanging things. I don't hang denim. That's just not in my repertoire of skills. I fold them and put them in a whatever. So Mm -hmm. lo and behold, he sifts through his closet and what was hanging on a hanger his denim pants that he couldn't find. And I was like, that's your mother. And so she came over and I was like, you got me in trouble. (laughs) We don't hang denim in this house. And she's like, Oh, okay. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Um, I actually have some questions now from our Mm. listeners. Are you good to, to just answer those? Okay. So the first, yeah. (laughs) So the first one, this one might be hard. Easiest way to organize baby clothes, dresser or closet. What goes in the dresser? Oh, um, okay. I found when I was a busy mom. Okay. Still am. But when I had (laughs) babies, babies, uh, I like dressers. It was, it took way too long to hang stuff up for me, but I had a bunch of kids at once. So that was always kind of a challenge. So I would just fold and put in a dresser and it was, um, we would have, you know, you would designated spots for, you know, tops in the top and then pants and then extras sort of in the bottom that you didn't have to go for that often. Uh, But I hang up outfits that they're not going to wear all the time. So that'll go like dress coats and dresses or, um, you know, little boys wear the vests and the dress pants and, and that sort of stuff or, uh, sweaters and out of season stuff. You can hang all that up. And yeah, I feel like you kind of go with what works for you. Right. And it, it depends on the person. Some people love, I had a cousin that used to iron her baby clothes Oh my gosh! and hang them up. And that worked for her and she loved it. And I'm like, you know, more power to you. Uh, But for me, it was just, my house was chaotic with three little boys at the time running around. So it just kind of got kind of folded and then put in the drawer. So, yeah. Do you ever use like those, like, you know, I got some from my, oh no, mine were from Amazon, but at Ikea, they have those drawer inserts. Do you, you, are you a big fan of those? Yeah, I definitely use them. Uh, I have the bra organizer from Walmart and it's great. It's like the best thing I ever bought. And you just fold your bras up with the cups sort of stacked and then you just put them in and they're like, amazing. wait, but does that not, I thought that folding bras can ruin the bra. Okay. My bras are not expensive bras. So that I have, I don't know. I mean, they seem fine. They've been fine. Okay. And that just might be a myth that I've heard roaming around. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would so also work you, for your sports bras. <laughs> yeah, that's it would. That's what I'm thinking. They all go though. in there. <laughs> so you're a big fan of drawer organizers. They're worth it to you. Yeah. Uh, do they not yeah. take up? Uh, maybe this is just me and I'm just not doing it right. But I find that they waste so much room though. It depends on the organizer, I guess, that you're using. What what kind are you talking about? So, excuse me. I just have a couple that it's like a box and then that box is divided into eight sections. And so I put onesies in them. But then I'm like, in that space, I could have fit like 10 or 12 onesies. Mm -hmm. So is it just maybe I'm using the wrong organizer for the wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it very well could be. And if it doesn't work for you, then it's not for you. You know what I mean? I have that one that I think is, is it the plastic dividers? 
No, it's not plastic. It's, oh, okay. it's fabric. Okay. Well, I have one similar and it's for like my belts and stuff like, and you know, like scarves and stuff like that, that I need to be separated. But with onesies, you don't necessarily need them to be in that small of a category. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't need four or five in one zone where you could have the whole uh, depth of the drawer and you stack them. Uh, what? How do I say this? Not on top of each other, but sort of like beside each other, kind of like how like you do books. Magazine. Like condo folding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, magazine yeah. folds. Yeah. Okay. And you could, you get way more uh, space and then it's easy just to pull one out that way. So I'm just using it for the wrong reason. Okay. <laughs> no, that's good. Th- that's good to know though, because I'm like, uh, do I have too many onesies? Like, should she? I think we me? all have too much of everything. Well, my kids don't anymore. Oh, boxes oh. Out here to, to, to that. okay. A few more questions. Uh, well, I say a few, but there's a lot, but we'll see how many we can get through. Okay. This one is from a mom and she goes, how do you keep the little toys organized in a bigger bin? And so I asked her for clarification on this and she said, she's got like a big storage bin, but she doesn't want to mix the Barbie with the Elmo with the Legos. And I said, why don't you just use bags? because that's me. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, because the kids can suffocate on bags and I don't want the kids having access to like a plastic bag. They yes. have mum alert right here because my kids stuff is separated by bags. <laughs> no, but, but it's a really good question. So what would you say is the best way to organize toys? Oh yes. Okay. So it depends on how big the toy is. So with, when there's a lot of little bits, I go, Lego. I, oh my gosh. I know. Cause we used to have, and they weren't even that deep. You know what? Ikea, they have those, um, those bookcases that are like squares, the cubbies. We have them. The cubbies. Yeah. Right. It comes the cubby of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Those ones everywhere. Yeah. So we used to have those, even those bins that went into the cubbies were way too big for Lego. Like the kids were just digging and digging and digging. So what I ended up doing was getting, um, they're kind of like shoe boxes, but they were a little bit wider. They fit in the cubbies and just two at a time. And then with my son, he, he just builds Lego like all the time. He wanted it organized by type of Lego, not color, which I understand because color, you're still looking for a specific piece through all of the red pieces and you can't find it because it's, you're all red now. You know what I mean? Um, so we would go by like all, all the flat pieces and then all of the two by fives or whatever. So oh they would gosh. all be in one. And then it, I have a label maker. So I would just label them that way. And it was way easier uh, just to find what they needed. Okay. Is that what started your obsession? Cause that sounds like that's what started it. <laughs> <laughs> Digging through Lego for hours. Sorting yeah. The two piece pieces versus the three piece pieces. <laughs> oh God. Well, Cause I would have to help him find the pieces <sighs> that he needed. And so I'm like, okay, there's gotta be a way easier way to do this. And I mean, with Lego, you can get pretty extravagant with your storage systems. Um, you know, like where you have at the at home Depot, you can get the ones that store like nuts and bolts and they're like little drawers. Yeah. You can use those and they're great. If you have the space, the setup for it and everything like that. Oh, and that's you're actually very serious a really <laughs> good idea. I'm just thinking my, my kid has a lot of my little ponies mm-hmm. and they're little, they're like the size yeah. of my thumb. 
but the, and they get lost so easily but if she had a little drawer like that mm-hmm. instead of we just have like a big toy chest in her room that's way easier okay yeah. sorry i'm gonna keep going with questions because no, okay. we're also wait like i've kept you guys so long sorry okay <laughs> bathrooms i can never keep my bathroom organized i feel like under the sink is just one big jumbled mess no matter what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah under the sink Uh, things get lost under the sink. So when you pull it all out, because that's what you got to do, you got to get it all out of there and then sort it and see what you have. And sometimes people have, you know, multiples. Okay. I'm not going to say sometimes, most of the time people have multiples of stuff and it's a, it's a tricky space because you have the plumbing that you have to try to work around. So um, a couple of things that I like to do is the turntables is what they're like a lazy Susan. We call Under the sink? Table. Yeah. For hair products or beauty products or anything, right? You can get the ones that actually go on the counter and they're almost like a tower of spaces to put your day-to-day stuff that you use. Uh, but I'll put them underneath so that you don't have to reach into the back. And I use them in pantries too. Um, but the thing with under the under the counter is that you have so much vertical space as well. Yeah. So they make these, uh, these drawers and you can actually get them at Canadian tire or on Amazon. You can get anything on Amazon and they will be tall enough to fit most of your stuff. And so you have these drawers that you can just pull out and you organize that however you want that you can get clear ones. Um, and then, yeah, the turntables. I'm literally going to be doing lazy Susans under my sink. That is brilliant because the amount of times I've had to go on my hands and knees to go to the back to even like look for stuff. I've never thought of doing that. Yeah. Can I can I bring up a point mm-hmm. as to yeah. why you should organize under your sinks? Because we had a mouse problem in the fall. Oof. Because, fun fact, mice don't have bones. Okay. They can get through any hole any hole. Do you know where there's always a hole? They have no bones. They have no vertebrae. So they can literally squeeze through. Our exterminator friend said that the size of a pencil eraser, they can squeeze through a hole that small. (gasps) How many holes in your house are that small? Okay. That's we can go through extermination on another episode. (laughs) However, in your, in your bathroom cupboards or under your kitchen sink where your pipe comes through, Mm -hmm they can fit through that hole because yeah, yeah. your, your cupboard is never snug to your pipe. Right. Right. So there's a space for them to get through wherever there's a hole. So keep things in sealed containers is what the exterminator yes. said. So our yes, sink free yeah. mice was mm-hmm. plastic garbage bags, full of cleaners, scour pads, washcloths, that, and it's warm under there. Mm-hmm. So what do mice want? Warmth. There's plastic bags. They could live under there. So Oh, this is why yeah. we need to clean under the, under the things. Oh, yeah. With, um, we're just thinking about mine right now. I have plastic bins that I got at the dollar store mm-hmm. actually. And one, you know, and I labeled them. So one's all of my husband's stuff and it's just like men's products yeah, and women's products. And then there's uh, like over stock, which people don't really think about. And if it's so much easier to find the extra toothpaste or that extra toothbrush or the cotton pads, yeah. you know, yeah. that you need. And you just put a little label on there and labels can be easy. You can write on a piece of paper and then put uh, packing tape over top and just stick that to the, the front of it. Right. Or the dollar still store sells. You like have a label maker though, yeah, don't you? I've, oh yeah. I got a label maker. Oh, I feel like that would be my best friend. <laughs> it's a little addicting. Actually. You want to label everything. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Okay. Um, let's do, I've got a couple more questions. So easiest, this is good then going along with what you just said, easiest storage boxes and question mark. And should we be storing our clothes by season? Hmm. So yes. that's two questions in one. Okay. Second one. Yes. Store them by season. If you don't have the room, I mean, if you have a giant closet, you can keep them depending on the item of clothing. Cause you don't want it to get dusty or wrecked. Uh, so you would want to uh, zip them up in a secure clothing. What garment. are the seasons? Uh, I kind of today with, I needed winter yeah, gear. <laughs> yeah, right. I know here. Who knows? Uh, I kind of go with warm and cold. <laughs> so I'll wait until later in the spring to really put a lot of my winter stuff away. And then obviously all throughout the summer months, I, I it's all gone, right? It's all put away and stuff. Um, yeah. Sorry. What was the other question? Um, easiest storage boxes. Mm. Okay. So when you're looking for storage boxes, uh, you know, when you go to say like Home Depot or Walmart and you see the big tote bins uh, and they're kind of at a curved angle. So the bottom is smaller than the top. Yeah. Try to find ones that are straight up and down because they will store and uh, easier right side by side and you won't be missing all of that space like you're you're missing out on a lot of space to store stuff i just bought some storage boxes yesterday and i'm looking at them and they're straight up and down okay i passed the test (laughs) i passed the test i was like do i need to adapt but But your child was up you just looked so quickly that way yeah because i was like like, uh oh i was in my head i was like they were on sale and that's why i grabbed them because i was like they're on sale i'm gonna grab a couple and i'm like please tell me where were they on sale Walmart and they have a purple lid and a pink lid and they're amazing kids stuff yeah oh okay so straight up and down do you have a particular brand that you think is best like Rubbermaid or that's a sterile or something sterile it depends on the use I mean you get all sorts of different sizes so sometimes you need large ones and the certain brand doesn't carry a large one so no not really I mean dollar store ones tend to break quite often but um you just kind of go with what your budget is honestly I will say I organized so you guys might understand this but I there's an Instagram account called organized with Tracy she's in the states and she does the container store all the time like she uses them for everything and she's a home organizer and she goes in and I was like it was like my porn I tell you I was watching that every single day all the time because the before and afters they just they hit the spot they just do it's amazing (laughs) and so I we don't have the container store here and I remember looking on Amazon and I was like these containers are flipping expensive yes then I went to HomeSense and even oh. then I was like, oh, there's like a pack of four for $25. Guys, they sell the same ones at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. The acrylic ones, I love them. I swear by those acrylic ones, just to let you know. If you see those ones at the dollar store, are flipping durable. Yeah. So yeah, I have those ones from the dollar store. Yeah, they're like aren't they? bucks yes. or something. Yeah, I have those ones. Yes, they're yeah. so good. And they have different sizes. So we use them in our pantry and I use them in the bathroom to hold my products in, which I'm now going to switch for a lazy Susan. <laughs> okay. Um, so this goes along with that question, I guess. Um, best kitchen storage items. Are the clear bins for the fridge really worth it? Mm. Oh, okay. So I have some for my fridge that I, I use regularly. So I have one of the thinner ones that I use for yogurt and 
I have two of the egg. I really like the egg ones because we go through tons of eggs. So I have two that hold, I want to say like, I don't even know, like two and a bit dozen eggs. Oh, wow. I mean, we go through a lot of eggs. I have to go to Costco to get my eggs. And I really like the egg uh, containers, but I, I remember getting them once and I would label them. And then, but we, then we would get different food and then we'd have leftovers and it, it would kind of like different things would get, would get chucked in stuff like that. I like them for meal planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put my breakfast stuff in one lunch in another sort of thing. Cause I make uh, grab bags for the kids uh, with veggies and stuff like that. So they just can go into the fridge and grab one and won't go for the crackers and chips and stuff in the pantry instead. Uh, so it depends on what you're using your fridge for. Unfortunately, okay. I know that's such a brutal answer, but that's just kind of how we're going. It's interesting to know that you use the egg container. Cause I feel like most people's egg containers ends up like in their storage room. They just like put it there. Cause they're like, I'm not going to use that. They come in a carton. Oh, that's, that's why I haven't bought one. Cause I'm like, it comes in a carton mm-hmm. each time, but you like the egg container one. Hey. Yeah. I like them because my kids will take them out of the fridge and uh, they're not all like wobbly and stuff. Cause we mm, have- that's fair by the big I don't know how many there are like oh in the the wood the carton not with a lid but they're free they're yeah they're and they're you know from Costco and they're just like plastic wrapped and stuff so it's kind of hard to take out of the fridge so that's why I have be very messy yeah you know you'll lose a few eggs and you realize I gotta figure something out here (laughs) that's fair Okay. And then just the final question, which actually will bring me to my next thing. Sorry, that's the baby. Um, How do people get started? It's really intimidating, which I feel like we've kind of touched on. Okay. There's another uh, sort of tip. So go to the least cluttered area, sort of like the shelf in the room and get that decluttered and kind of organized so that you have space to put the stuff that you're keeping as well. So that can keep it from being too overwhelming. Um, start on the left side and kind of maybe rotate around the room or start with one drawer. It's it's baby steps and it depends on the room. And I, I know that's that's not very great advice. Um, no, it is though, because that's that you're letting people know this is the first step. Mm-hmm. You're not running the marathon yet, you're training right? You are the marathon. So that is good advice to just start with one draw or start in one corner, because then you just focus on that and you won't see the rest of it. I have a question. There's kind of like, I don't even know where I heard it, but something like when you are cleaning your house, not necessarily decluttering, but cleaning your house, start with one room and don't leave that room until that room is clean. Like don't go to the living room or then to the toy room. Cause you, that's kind of how my brain works. I'm like, oh, squirrel. And then I'm in a different room. So do you think that that's the same with decluttering? It depends if you have, okay. So yes, I go by that, but I have everything I need in that room. You know gotcha. what I mean? So you want to bring you have your three bins. All, well, and you want to bring all your stuff. So everything that's going to be in that room, you need to bring into that room that's going to mm-hmm. stay there. And then you have the bins to put the stuff that's not supposed to be there out. So yeah, I am a big believer in one kind of room at a time. But if you are doing, say, your clothing, so you're doing a closet, but you have clothes in other closets mm-hmm. and packed away and all over the place, you need to bring it all into one space to kind of go through it. You can put it back there if it's seasonal. But when you're going through it, you need to have it all in the same space because otherwise you're just 
you're not really organizing. You're, yeah, that's you're fair. Kind of going through some. Yeah, you're just moving the mess. I know it all. Yeah, that's right. only one. <laughs> So I want to talk really quickly as well, before we wrap this up, um, for those who are wondering how they can find you, you are flourish and flow on Instagram, flourish dot and dot flow. Um, and guys, I want you to know, she actually, Laura has a seven day challenge. Mm. Can you talk to us about that and what people, um, can expect from it? Yeah. Okay. So with the, with the seven day challenge, it's pretty, it gets you rolling. You know what I mean? It gives you, you don't have to do it in seven consecutive days. Um, it depends on how much time people have, but it should take you, you know, seven days with a a couple hours, depending on obviously the size of the house and how much stuff you have. And it just kind of gives you guidelines, something to follow each day on and, and how to think about your stuff and how to kind of get rid of it and, and what to do with it. Um, yeah. And it's free. So, I mean, it's great. It's for free. Okay, so <laughs> I just signed up as well. I literally just did it. And now I'm seeing, oh, guys, this is exciting that you have a book. Tell me about your book. Okay. So it's an ebook. So you just have to download it. It's, it's on sale for $17 right now uh, <laughs> and, as we speak. <laughs> and it talks about, um, kind of all the areas of your life. So it talks about what clutter is, what it does to you, uh, in your life and how to assess it in your home, your office, even in your relationships, because I mean, people have cluttered up toxic relationships that they need to assess. Right. And, and then it goes into sort of mental clutter and how to, what to do about it and what, you know, what it does to you and how to help yourself with it. So with that seven day challenge, would you recommend that people do the challenge and then, then dive into the book or are they not really, they're related in the sense that you're organizing, but they you can do one without the other. You can, uh, absolutely. With the book, it talks about decluttering. So, I mean, if you have the challenge and you're going all in, um, it's a good guideline. Yeah. Some people need a lot of help with, I find most people need a lot of help with decluttering and it, it kind of gives a, a general guideline on on what to look at and, and, and that sort of thing. So. I love it. I am purchasing it right now. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, oh, perfect. So, um, Jen, do you have any final questions? This has been so eye-opening too. This has been so eye. I'm literally as I just signed up for the class right now. Um, I could take seven days. Like I'm able to do seven days. Great. Um, and it's, it's not the perfect a full day. It's not no, like you're spending no. an eight-hour day no. doing it. No, no. Yeah. Um, what what would be one thing you would want someone to take away from tonight's episode? Um, I mean, don't be so hard on yourself with how messy or how crazy you feel like your house is. I mean, it's normal to have stuff and have stuff kind of everywhere every once in a while and being hard on yourself just creates stress. And in, in that regard, it'll create more clutter in your house, honestly. So go easy on yourself and take it one room at a time. Uh, decluttering is a big thing. If you can mm-hmm. declutter, then you can start breathing easier. And the organizing part is pretty easy. Because a cluttered house is a cluttered mind? 100%. Poof. 
Mic drop. I love it. it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love it. So exciting. We're going to be snapping photos. And do you want people to tag you in their photos as they're decluttering? Yeah, absolutely. Is there like a hashtag we should use? Oh, I don't know. I should create one. Um, If you're doing the seven day challenge, you could just do, there's probably, that's probably out there already. Um, <laughs> do F, F and F. So flourish and flow yep. seven challenge. We can do that. I'm going to write that down. Okay. And when we make the post about the episode, we're going to tag it in there. So message it to us so that we can make sure the spelling is right. But yeah, okay. if you guys are decluttering hashtag that hashtag, and that way she can see every single one of us. I, Cause I'm sure that makes your insides happy when you're like, oh, people are decluttering. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I know what for me. <laughs> I took a before picture of my girl's room. I'm going to send it to you. Because, oh my gosh. And then I'll show you an after when it's finally done because it's not done. But um, also people can hire you. Yes. Let's yes. not forget oh, if yeah. you can't do it by yourself, Laura is available for hire. Yes. She will come to you. You will do yeah, online. Said, yeah. You do a, yeah. a Zoom consultation, right? That's what you said you do. She yeah. I'll do it by there. Zoom. Yeah. Love it. So just check her out, flourish.and.flow on Instagram. And then what's your website? Flourishandflow.info. Dot info. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Amazing. Well, thank you. I'm so excited. Everyone's going to have really clean homes now. That's I the love goal. it. My mission Perfect. Home. Going into May. It's right. going to be May. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right, this episode will be out tomorrow. So make sure you listen to it and go give Laura a follow. Awesome. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, guys. Hey mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories. Tag us in it and we'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.